good morning. Yeah, who's ready for some church today? Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Well, the last time I spoke, nobody showed up. So you came this time and I'm thankful. Just so you know, if you weren't here, that was the first week of quarantine. So I spoke the first week we went into quarantine and it was just me, myself and a few worship folks. So you came and we're thankful. It's like we got to just kind of take a deep breath, right? And just say thank you to the Lord, right? And thank you to our search team and transitional elders and many others that have been praying. And uh, it's almost like we can't catch our breath. It's just so exciting. And uh, we're just so thankful. Good times. Well, what an honor and privilege it is to be with you this morning. Uh, Pastor Steve is away. We're thankful for him and Brenda's leadership and all that they've done for us in this time. It's been amazing. And we, yes, amen. A lot of clapping going on this morning. It feels like church. <laughs> so the other day something happened. I went into our bathroom area. I know. <laughs> and as I walked in, there it was staring me right in the eyes. It was staring me right in the eyes and I couldn't believe it. I knew I had to handle it. I knew I had to take care of it. I knew I needed to do it, but I didn't want to do it. And it's still there and it's staring at me. And there was like a discussion between me, myself, and maybe even the Lord in this quick wrestling match. And I knew that I had to take care of what was staring right at me. And so I'm going to share with you and show you what it was. Now, don't be scared this morning. Now, here's the deal. As it was staring at me, and as it was in there, and as I didn't quite know what to do or how to handle it, you guys want me to open this now, don't you? <laughs> but here's what happened was is this, is I went in there, and as it's staring at me, and I didn't want to do or handle anything, but I had to, the bathroom weight scale. Yeah, some of us just like the desserts and that's me. So we're being funny and I'm going to get to this and I'm going to use this as a, as a point today. But in all seriousness, as it was there and, and I knew that I needed to, to use this and, and, and take advantage of this and, and what was happening. And some of you right now are, are, are feeling, you're, you're feeling me right now. You got it, right? You know, you understand me. Some of you have thrown this away at your house. Some of you have sacrificed this thing. But what is it about when this pops up and those numbers on this little scale tells us something about ourselves, right? But we're having fun and we're laughing and we're giggling and we're going to get to more of it in just a minute. But also this scale tells us a lot of information. Someone like me, nobody else. I'm not throwing anyone else in this category, but someone like me, cut back on the peanut M&Ms a little bit. But it tells us something, but how is it in life that something so simple, maybe what, $10, can make us feel a certain way about ourselves? 
something so simple can make us feel a certain way about ourselves. And we're going to get back to that in a minute, but I use that kind of a funny illustration, but at the same time, it's very powerful. And we're going to get back to it in a minute, so I don't want you to forget about it. But if you have your Bibles with you today, I want you to turn to maybe somewhere we don't turn a lot to, in the book of Hosea. And we're going to look at chapter 3, and in this chapter, we're going to read the whole chapter. And you're like, uh-oh, it's okay, I'll get you out for dinner, but... There's five verses in this chapter, and there's a lot of information that's happening in this. And we're going to break that information down just briefly with you, and then get to it, and then in all seriousness, get out. We know we've already kept you for a long time. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. It'll be on the screen as well. But Hosea chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, listen to this from God's Word today. And the Lord said to me, go again, important words. Go again, love a woman who is loved by another man, is an adulteress, even as the Lord loves the children of Israel. Though they turn to the other gods and love cakes of raisins. So I bought her for 15 shekels. He's talking about his wife Gomer here. I bought her for 15 shekels of silver and a homer and a lethek of barley. And I said to her, you must dwell as mine for many days. You shall not play the whore, some versions say prostitute, or belong to another man. So will I also be to you. Verse 4. For the children of Israel shall dwell many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or pillar, without ephod. And this isn't the ephod of the priest's vest. This is about an idol or household gods. Afterward, the children of Israel shall return and seek the Lord their God and David their king, and they shall come in fear to the Lord and to his goodness in the latter days. This is God's word for God's people. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the good news. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you for these verses of scripture and what's happening in these verses of scripture. There's a lot going on. Lord, may we hear what you want us to hear today. May you speak in this place like never before in Jesus' name. Amen. So we know a little bit about this, and we're going to kind of share a lot of information. So I'm going to give you quite a bit of information, just go through it rather quickly, about Hosea and his wife Gomer and what's happening here. Hosea, one of the minor prophets, there's a lot going on. And you would say that even though this isn't a parable, that really God is using this as an illustration or as a parable about him and Israel. And what happened with them and what's going on is the same with Hosea and his wife Gomer. And so there's a lot happening. And so one thing I want you to think about as we think about as he goes back and as it says he goes again and buys her back. So we know that more than likely Gomer has fallen back into slavery, prostitution, and he has to go and buy her back. Now, what's interesting is, is that maybe if we're, maybe we can say that we're at this crowd and we're at the auction and maybe we're seeing what's happening and what's taking place in this moment as Hosea is buying Gomer back. As we think about it, can you imagine Gomer in that moment, in that time that maybe she's up on the auction block and maybe she's up there and she's obviously had a hard life and a rough life. And we'll talk more about this in a minute. But she's definitely went through some tough times. She was already in some bad situations. But now she went back into it. She left Hosea, left her family, and went back into slavery, prostitution. 
But Gomer or, or Hosea goes and buys her back. And can you imagine as we see this unfold, one thing that I think about is, is that as, as Hosea buys Gomer back, what was that moment like? If we were in the crowd that day, if we saw that, what was that moment like? Gomer probably thinking, wondering, who is it that just bought me? Probably expecting rough hands to come around her and take her off the auction block and say, come with me and basically do whatever it is that a prostitute or a slave would do in those days. But instead, can you imagine that moment? Can you imagine that feeling that maybe if we were in the crowd as Jose goes and he gets Gomer off the auction block and says, come, go with me. You are to be with me many days. You shall not be with another man anymore. Can you imagine seeing that happen? seeing that take place. As we think about Hosea, we think about he was determined to pay any price that would bring his beloved back to his side. Hosea is a story of a broken vow, a broken home, and a broken heart, and a broken life. God has chosen to reveal this sad story through a broken-hearted prophet so that he and his people will understand God's faithfulness and his unrelenting love. Listen to this, Pathway Church. You got to know and understand, and we'll talk more about it in a minute. God never gives up on his people. God never gives up on you. Others may give up on you, or you may even give up on yourself, but not God. We know that this story with Jose takes place in the city of Samaria, the capital city of the northern kingdom of Israel, and there's a lot happening, a lot going on, a lot of information here to share. Hosea being a young preacher, a young prophet's led to go and have Gomer as his wife. We know that Gomer doesn't have the best pass. We know that the God has brought them together and Jose thinks it's gonna be a, a wonderful life, but we know that doesn't happen. We know that she leaves him. We know that she gets into slavery and prostitution and she goes with other lovers. We even know that Jose was left with three children. And listen to this, they were given names of po that point to this tragedy that was happening. These names were Jezreel, which means judgment. Lo Rahama, which means not loved. And Lo Am I, which means not my people. Can you imagine what Hosea is feeling in these moments? But even though Gomer was at home for a while, her heart was not there. She betrayed her husband's devotion. Can you imagine as us being in this time, can you imagine maybe the gossip going around? How could a prophet, a religious man, have gotten a prostitute of a wife? Hosea understands, he understands the heart of God for his people. Listen to this. How could you, a holy and righteous God, tolerate people like us, unfaithful and sinful? Listen to this and what Hosea is talking about in verse three, chapter one, the Lord said to me, go show your love to your wife again. Though she was loved by another, she's an adulteress. Even in the ESV version, it says the word whore. Love her as the Lord loves the Israelites. Even though she has other lovers, go and get her back. Hosea wants and buys her back. She's likely fallen into this slavery and Hosea has to go and buy her back. And you say, it makes no sense, right? After all this, that everything Hosea's been through and all he's done to try to love Gomer and everything that he's done and tried to get her out of this, he goes and buys her back. It makes no sense. But the same thing happens to each one of us. God buys us back, amen? 
So despite all this, God still loves us. He paid and he pays to save us. Hosea chapter three, verse three says this, you are to live with me many days. You must not be a prostitute or a whore or be intimate with any man and I will live with you. Listen to this, Hosea saying to Gomer, I have bought you and now you are to be with me. You are to be faithful to me, make the promise to me. Hosea is playing the part with Gomer that God has played with us in our life. So listen to this pathway church. Listen to these promises today. In these verses today, you got to know and understand this. God has done the same thing for you today. So why is it that we put ourselves on the auction block or why is it that we put ourselves up on the scale? Why is it that maybe because of what we've been through in life or what's happening in life, we put ourselves up on the auction block, we put ourselves up on a scale, we know that this scale says a lot about us. It makes us feel about us in different ways, but why is it that we put ourselves up there? Why is it that we put ourselves up there? Listen to these promises today, just like with Gomer and Hosea. Listen to this, the first one is this, God's love never changes. God does not love you because of what you do. God loves you despite what you do. God does not love you because of what you are. He always loves you despite of what you are. But when you understand how much he loves you, respond to him with love and devotion. Mark this down. God always loves you. God's love never changes. But this is what happens for many of us, this isn't easy because we bring over the old life. We bring over the scorecard. We're like Gomer. We're up on the auction block. Maybe we're on our own scale today and we put ourselves up here and we bring over the scorecard from the past. But Pastor Nate, you don't know about my former life. Pastor Nate, you don't understand about what I've been through or what I've done. But God's already paid the price. But for whatever reason, there's many times, even in our Christian walk, we keep falling back into that past. We keep falling back into the old self. We keep falling back to maybe what the scale is telling us, maybe what the auction block used to tell us, and we still have the scars, or maybe we still have the residue of that old life. And it keeps, you know, kind of having its old, ugly head keep popping up and saying, you're not good enough, right? Do you realize, Gomer, who you are, Gomer? You're just a slave, you're just a prostitute, you're no good, but Hosea goes, can you imagine with those hands and takes her off the auction block and says, you're to be with me now. I've paid the price, I've bought you. God does the same thing to each one of us, no matter what the scale says, no matter what the auction block says, no matter what people have said about us, he comes to us, he says, I've paid the price, I've bought you, come on down and let's take this journey together. But for whatever reason, we still allow the old scorecard, we allow the enemy to still come to steal, kill and destroy, to derail, discourage, depress us, right? But John 10, 10, the later on part, the second part of that verse says, but I've come to give you life and give you life to the what? To the fullest. Get off the scale, get off the auction block. He's already paid the price, he's already bought you. It's for you to understand and know that his love never changes, amen? Amen. The favor of God he bestows upon us is without merit. There's nothing you can do for it. But when you understand, and when, but when that dawns on you, you'll realize the unconditional love of God, no strings attached, 
No more scorecard, no more past. No matter what the scale says, no matter what the auction block says, you will understand and know and say, God, I know you've paid the price. I know you've bought me. I know your love never changes. The second part of that is this. God's love never gives up. I love what's happening here and how Jose, he goes and pursues Gomer. He has to go and pursue her. He does not just give up. He goes and pursues her, takes care of her, takes her off the auction block, gets her off the scale, gets her off and no matter what her past is like, no matter what she's done, no matter how much trouble she's caused, no matter how much hurt she's caused, he gets her off the auction block. God's love never gives up. He does not give up. But listen to this. He does not give up on you today. He does not give up on you today. For us as, as man, we like to ask, where are you, God? Show me that you're here. Show me that you're there as if God lost us and it's nowhere to be found. But God pursues us. He bought us back with his son. He paid the price. He came and got us. Listen to this today. He got us off the auction block today. Amen? Earlier when we were singing about all these different lyrics and these songs, if you look and you know what the lyrics mean, I was a prisoner but no more. For many of us, we were on the scale. We were on the auction block. We have a past. We have a, a, a scorecard that we've kept, but he's bought us. He's pursued us. He's taken us off today. Amen. But some of us are still living here today. Why is it that we still live here today? Today, you got to understand and know that he pursues you. He paid the price. He wants to take you off no matter what the scale says. He wants to take you off today. God's love never gives up. I love this from the book of Hosea is what God isn't. He pursues us because we're always running away usually to our own pursuits and to other loves. But I'm thankful that he never changes. I love what Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 10 says. This is Moses. He's singing in a song. He says this, in a desert land he found him. And a bearing and howling waste, he shielded him and cared for him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye. That's how God feels about you today. I love this quote from Ravi Zacharias. I love this quote. May not mean anything to you, but I love what he says. And maybe you can think this. And maybe you're on the auction block today or on the scale today. He says this, the Lord loves you so much. He wants you to draw close to him. Come closer, he says. Come closer. And you come close. So close until you saw your reflection around the pupil of his eye. I love that today. God wants to shield you. He cares for you. He wants to take you off the scale. He wants to take you off the auction block. And today, and I'm not sure if my person that I invited is here today, but listen, if you are here, I want to make sure you know that today that he can take you off the auction block. He sent his son to die for you, that you can be free today. You can no longer have to worry about the past, worry about the scorecard. Maybe today, though, you've tried to live and you're still living in the past. You've made some mistakes. There's been some tough times. He's saying, let me take you down. And you may expect rough hands like I'm sure Gomer was expecting from Hosea. But Hosea comes around and takes and says, you're to come with me. God does the same thing. Let me take you off the scale. Let me take you off the auction block. And let's start this journey today. Amen. Amen. So as I go through this rather quickly, try to get you here. This is the last point. And I want you to get this. And I want you to hear this today. Now, don't get too quiet on me now. 
We think about Gomer and her life, and we could talk for days about this whole story and this life. But the third one might, might sting a little bit, and I know it did for me. But why do we put others on the auction block and on the scale? What would we have done if we saw Gomer? How would we would have had responded if we were in the crowd that day? How would we have responded if we saw Gomer and said, oh, there she is. Had a great life, had a great husband, had great kids. She left it all to go and be with other lovers. She went back into prostitution and we see her up on there. Oh, she's just no good. She's nothing. She's worthless. But we do it every day. We put people up on the auction block on the scale every day. And for many of us, how would we have responded in the crowd today? How would we have reacted? Would we got our phones out and recorded it? Oh, look, there's Gomer. Oh, wait till I get home and show this. Would we have Facebook lived it? Would we Instagram lived it? We would have said, oh, look, let's just throw her up on there. We do it every day. We put people on our own scales, on our own block, auction block every day. And God has paid a price for them. We live in this world now today where everything, whether social media, internet, news, whatever, we could get all into it. We're not going to go down that road. But listen, we judge people every day. Somebody doesn't agree with us. Somebody doesn't agree with us. And, and of course, we know in the next couple months, somebody says a different name, who they're voting for. We put them up on the auction block. God says to us, no, 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 no. Let me take them. I've paid a price for them. When's the last time? When's the last time we saw somebody maybe like Gomer? And we said, sweetie, come with me. It's pretty quiet. When's the last time we saw somebody and said, hey, brother, come with me? But instead, most of the time we do this. Oh, they're so-and-so. We may have even did it this morning. Like, oh, I can't believe they walked in church. Yeah, we know why they're here. Mm -hmm. We threw people up an auction block this morning. You're throwing people up here this morning. You probably threw me up on here because some of you don't like my cool pants that I wore today. Oh, yeah. I'm praying for you. But listen to this. Have you, ever been, have you ever been judged, right? You have, right? Everybody has, right? Have you ever been put in a category? Gomer was in a category. Gomer was in a category. But Hosea says, come on. Let me show you what grace is like. Let me show you what forgiveness is like. Let me show you what mercy is like. Come with me. And obviously God's teaching us something with him and the Israelites in this time. Come with me. Have you ever been put in a category? Have you ever been thrown up on the auction block? How to make you feel? There's going to be a picture on the screen. This is a picture of my friend. 
Her name's Tam, good friend of mine. She was one of my youth leaders, and we, uh, every year, uh, we went to a, a ministry in Atlanta, Georgia called Church on the Street. Did that, did that for like 10 years, 10 years plus. They've changed some things. It's, it's a little different now, but Tam's a good friend of mine, had the privilege. I think she's watching us today. Tam, I love you. So Tam and I, we've, we've done a lot of a life together, a lot of ministry, a lot of things together. Had the opportunity to marry her and her husband, Michael, in Atlanta. It's really cool. But I'll never forget it. And we kind of joke about it. You know, we kind of laugh about it. But I remember we were there and we're serving folks on the street. And one thing that we used to do, we'd just walk the streets of Atlanta. And we'd just walk and then we'd sit and talk to people. And it was interesting. So we're sitting and we're just talking. It was a a long day, a rough day. This picture is taken, I believe, Stone Mountain. We'd always do a prayer walk up Stone Mountain and then see the city and we'd pray over the city. And so something happened that took place, and I'll never forget this. You're talking about this judgment. You're talking about being put in a category and how it made me feel. And, and now we can kind of laugh about it, but it's, there's a point to it. And so we're sitting there, and we're just hanging out, and we're talking to our friends. These are our friends. And there was this other organization that came, and, you know, we're, we're, we're sweaty. It's, it's hot Atlanta. It's 100 and some degrees like Florida. It's crazy July. And we're sitting there and, and, and we're just talking to our friends. And this other organization comes and, the, and they're, they're, they're there to feed. We, we never did anything like that. We just talked to our friends on the streets. And uh, they come. And there's a sweet lady. She comes up to, to Tam and I. She comes up to us. She said, here you go. Here's some food. Tam and I, you got to know Tam, and Tam, I know you're watching here, at least or 11 o'clock maybe, and, and Tam and I kind of look at each other, and we just had this relationship where it's kind of like, we're just kind of gave a little smirk and laugh and said, no, we're good, we're okay. That's all we said. But I never forgot that. I never forgot that here we were actually there serving, helping, but someone else because of maybe, I don't know, we were, looked dirty, sweaty, or maybe the way we looked or something, we got put into a category. And, and, and I remember that feeling. I remember feeling that moment. And it was like I was put on this area. And it's kind of funny when you joke about it now, and it's a silly, I know it's a silly little illustration, but so much happens like that, right? It's just a little thing. But for many of us, it's, it's, it's one comment that either we've made or was made to us. And how it makes us feel. And it puts us in a category. Right? Just like what the scale says, right? The scale tells us something. And I'm not saying don't be healthy. That's not, don't, don't email me and say, Nate, you, no. If you're going to email, email me at Randy Miller at Pathway VD, okay? <laughs> Go sign up at Vero Fitness. Go whatever, just, but listen. I'm not saying don't be healthy, but the scale tells us something, right? It tells us something. But our words now, we have the privilege of not just saying something. Now we can do this or this, right? And just, and it goes. And it's amazing what that comment or that word and how someone receives it and how it puts them up on this. Or we were on the other end and we received the comment. And how it put us on this. 
And you know what I'm talking about. We've all been there. We've all received it. We've all done it. I'm going to wrap this up, and I'm going to share a story. And I know there's so much I wanted to do, but the Lord is telling me to wrap this up here. There was something when I was a kid, and I'm going to bring out the smallest version for you. But there's something about when I was a kid. I had one of these little wagons, right? Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah, sweet. <laughs> and you can buy this from me for $49.99. No, I'm sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> but I want you, I want, I, I know there's a lot here. I want you to get this. You may be on the auction block today, but also the second part is, is that we get, these next couple of months especially, right? We got to, we got to be careful who we're putting up here, who we're judging. And I don't know how God's speaking to you, but when I was a little kid, I had this little wagon. This isn't the one, but I had this little wagon. And you know, when you're just a little kid, you just do weird stuff, right? But, and I can remember I had this little wagon and just a little, little tot, and I just have that little thing going right behind me. And I can remember what was special about this wagon was, is that anything that was special to me, anything that was important to me, I put in my wagon, this was my thing. And then I'm not gonna show you cause it's gonna look really weird. But then I would just bring that with me, right? Don't nobody touch the wagon. I had three brothers. Don't touch the wagon. Don't touch what's in it because what's in it is special. It's important. I need it. Don't touch the wagon. Of course, with three brothers, you know how, how that went. But I believe today as we wrap this up and as we think about Hosea and Gomer, think about Hosea, all that Gomer put him through. And he said to her, Hosea, come on. Just come in. This is how important you are. This is, come on. And I believe he's saying to you today, maybe whoever you are, wherever you've been, whoever Susie's represent. He's saying to you today, the scale is saying something about you. You're on the auction block and maybe today this represents a single mom today. Maybe it just represents a mom today trying to keep up with the, with the Pinterest Instagram mom. And she feels like every day she puts herself back up on the auction block. I'm not good enough and trying to be a wife and a mother and trying to do all these things and maybe life just isn't what you've seen, whatever it is. And God's just saying, come, come here, let me... Let me, just, just come with me. This is how important you are to me. Just take the journey with me. Maybe today, maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a teenager that's here today and, and 2020 was graduation year and, or, or maybe 2020 was the year, right? And you're a teenager and it's just teenage life. You know how it is. And God's saying to you, no matter what, anything and everything's happening, no matter what the scale says, and maybe you're on the, he's saying, let me just, just come with me. Let me get you off the auction block. Let's just take this journey with me. And maybe he's saying today, maybe he's saying, maybe he's saying to the, to the person that's saying, I'm not good enough. I got a scorecard from the past. It's, it's, uh, it's ugly. You don't understand, Nate. 
You do not understand. And God's saying to you, I've already paid the price. Don't argue with me. I've already bought it. I've already taken care of it. Just come and take the journey with me. Let me get you off. No matter what the scale says, no matter what the auction block says, just come, take the journey with me. Maybe saying to us, maybe today, men, and, and maybe you're trying and you're, and, you're, and you're trying to be the dad or the husband or the man, and maybe you're a single man and you're trying to find that person and you're just not sure. And the journey's looked a certain way and you look at the bottom of your shoes and you see everywhere you've been and you're saying, no way. There's no way that a loving God could save me. There's no way. Do you know what my scale says? Do you know what the auction block is saying about me? Do you know what people have said about me? And he's saying, let me just take you off there. I've already paid the price. And why don't you just take this journey and why don't you just say, follow me, just come with me. But for many of us, not only do we let others judge us, but we judge ourselves. And for many of us, we just stay right here. We never leave this place. When he's already paid the price. God's love never gives up. God's love never changes. But for goodness sakes, let's make sure if we are Christians and believers today that we're not throwing people up on the auction block ourselves. Because what happens is this, is that for many of us, we've lived a life so long, we sometimes forget. Sometimes we forget how pure and how rich that grace and that mercy and that love was when you were taken off, right? It's been 30 years, 20 years, 10 years. We forgot what it felt like when we were taken off and now we just throw people on it. We just judge people. What would we have done if we were in the crowd that day? What would we have done if we would have saw Gomer that day? Would we have done this? Come with me. As we've learned and seen today, we're about to start a new beginning. It's time for us to get people off, take the journey with me. And if you're here today and you're up here and you're taking this journey, God's saying, let me just take you off. Let's start a journey. As Hosea said to Gomer, you are to live with me many days and to not to be with any other man. God's saying, you're not to go back. I've taken you off. So my last question with this is we're going to sing this song is, is this. Maybe today, as you think about your own life, but maybe today also God's saying to you, who are you pursuing off the auction block? Who are you loving off the auction block? Who are you serving off the auction block? I love Hosea. He pursued, he loved, and he served Gomer. God does the same for each one of us today. It's a silly, funny illustration with the wagon. It's just something that I thought of that the Lord gave me because it was so important to me. And I believe God, he's just saying, let me put it to you because this is how important you are to me. We're going to sing this song. It's a, one of my favorite songs. Don't miss an opportunity to pray. Don't miss an opportunity to maybe go to somebody even right now this morning. Just like Gomer felt those hands from Hosea coming off the auction block.
saying, hey, sister, hey, brother, let's go pray together. Dearly, Father, Lord, if there's anybody here that needs to be off this auction block to feel your love and your grace and your mercy, may they feel it today. If there's anybody here that needs to maybe go to somebody or maybe ask for forgiveness because we've thrown so many people up on the auction block ourselves, how would we have responded to Gomer? Lord, allow us to live like Hosea and go and just lead this life. And obviously it's what you do for each one of us. You've bought us all. You paid the price. Lord, be with us in these moments as we respond, however it is that you would call us to respond. As we sing this song, as we listen and hear the lyrics, we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand and respond today.
Father, we just thank you for your mercy and your grace. And we just pray that as we go out this uh, morning, Father, through your word and through your spirit, Lord, we can live lives honoring you, Father, to show the grace and the mercy and then the love to our neighbors. And just ask that you strengthen and empower us in these times, Father, to shine for you and to bring glory to your name in our lives. We love you. Ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.